friends and uh, enemies who are listening out of spite. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the introduction to this week's Super Divorce Supercast, and we're going to talk about uh, ghosts and goblins and some other shit yep. that we ended up talking about. Branching off. Branching off some ghosts and goblins. Because you have to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, a it, little. It keeps it fresh. Um, my friend's mom said that one time. You have to mix it up a little she, bit? Well, what did she say? Someone, uh, I don't know how it came up. She had walked down in the basement when we were having um, a sleepover. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I think maybe one of one of the dudes called someone else a douche. <laughs> and she, she kind of poked her head in. She was like, well, you got to keep it fresh, you know? Oh, my God. So, that's... Yeah. None of you probably knew what she was talking about at the time. Or no, we you? did. We were oh, in high you? school. So oh, you were in high a, school. It was more of a, oh, no. Yeah, okay. No, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's, <laughs> that's really hilarious. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, if you uh, would like to deepen your connection to us and, uh, and really take the relationship to the next level... Go ahead and check us out at superdivorceme.com, facebook.com slash superdivorce. Give us a like over there, like ski or two. Um, we're always posting lots of lovely content for you to consume every day. You can check us out on Twitter at superdivorce, Instagram at superdivorceband, and Snapchat superdivorce. If you want to get in touch with me on social media, it's just Nicholas Villars wherever you go. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me on social media, on Instagram, it's at BenderButt. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Bender's Butt. Bender Butts, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so stupid. I'm going to change them all again. Uh, Bender Butts on Twitter and at Bender's Butt on Snapchat. I'm pretty sure you can find me if you just type in Zach Bender on those places. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that's my really difficult way of finding me. And here's another episode for you. Enjoy, chefs. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Welcome to another episode of the Super Divorce Supercast. Nicholas here. And Bender. And uh, we're just hanging out here. We just got done playing a little um, NES. Yes. Playing some uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghosts and Goblins. What the fuck's it called? I think it's Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins. Or Ghosts and Ghouls. Ghosts and Ghouls. Because then it's Super Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. I don't know. It's still in the system. It's. Uh, yeah. We were playing that. And. It's not an easy game. <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's like every... I don't know. Most NES games seem to just be set with a default of, like, the Dark Souls games. Yes. That's I That's just what you got. Just out of the box. It wasn't anything special. Like, with the Dark Souls and Demon Souls and uh, Bloodborne, yeah. the big draw is like, these games are so fucking hard. But back in the day, it was like, every game is so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, we we played for probably, I don't know, maybe 
45 minutes ish yeah. or something on there and uh we had to you get three lives three tries and uh we had to continue about six times and we still didn't get to level two nah we got close we got real close we right right there it's the thing about those games is they reward you for your persistence though yeah because i've gotten further in that game but i had to do it over the course of like a night yeah i don't think i ever beat that one i got to like the last level and i just i couldn't do it anymore you know but it's one of those things where you just have to the pattern has to get burned into your brain Uh before you can like just out of muscle reflex like you know you're just muscle memory right you make your way through the level if you play long enough (laughs) and uh i do not know if i would be determined to play long (laughs) enough it's they're difficult and i mean i knew going into it it was going to be difficult but uh it's they're like you know they're like next level i mean we were kind of talking about like how the fuck you know we've mentioned it before but just like kids playing these games when they came out i i I don't think anybody ever beat it until angry video game nerd was like i'm going to beat ghosts and goblins and then did but i mean i you, you just like it's like uh you know another one is like the lion king game you know everybody talks about how they never ever made it past the stampede yeah Like, no, I don't know a single person that's ever been like, oh, yeah, I beat the Lion King game. (laughs) And I feel like most NES games are like that. I mean, if you if you read Nintendo Power back in the day, there was a phone number that you could call to get tips for games. Yeah. But I mean, what are they going to fucking tell you? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the other thing we were talking about is like, uh, you know, were their parents like back in the day that would like return the nes system or try to return the game and just be like this my kid can't even play this it's so hard like i don't understand and then you know the clerks would just be like well guess they should just get better at it then (laughs) (laughs) like there's no there's no easy setting there's no there's no real strategy i feel like like if you called that hotline we're like yo i can't beat ghosts and goblins they'd just be like well did you keep the spear or did you get the fireball yeah it's like well i kept the spear um, i don't know was... keep playing <laughs> try it again practice 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 just the guys that spit blue fire take 10 hits before they die <laughs> that i can tell you that plan your shots accordingly <laughs> yeah i guess don't get the fire would be a good one yeah but, like, sometimes you get fucked like you did one time where there's a ladder you had to go down and a fireball appeared right, right on top the of it. So you've got no choice. And yeah. then your weapon sucks until you find another one. And so, it doesn't happen that often. No. It's probably at least another continue or two until you stumble upon something worthwhile. Yeah. So. It was uh, it's pretty it's pretty infuriating game. And then... Like, with uh, with the older systems, well, I guess NES and probably Atari and television, like, the controls sometimes just didn't do 
what they're supposed to do. No. So, like, you're pressing over, and the guy just stops. Yeah. And then you fall into a hole or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's all, and they've all got that, uh... They've all got bounce back damage, so yeah. if you get hit, you fly backwards. So you, fly, you can't yeah. you can't be standing on like the edge of something because if you get hit, you'll f- you'll fly off of it and fall into a pit. Or if you're on solid ground, you will inconveniently probably fly into other enemies that yeah. are walking towards you. Yep, it almost happens without fail. Just, right, you get hit, then you're pretty much dead. Pretty much. So, uh, yeah. Let's look up. Let's see if we can look up some like facts about the game here. Do you remember when I uh, did a flyer for us in the style of this game? Yes. Yeah. What was that for? Uh, it was at Scully's. God, what was a it shit the show? Was it the Scully's thing? It or was. Was it a um, uh, Legion doohickey? No, it was Scully's. Where was Scully's? I don't even remember. Columbus? That. Was it Columbus? Remember oh! the fucking oh, place where... Um, with the records? No. That was somewhere else. There was a record store right next door. But we had the the guy, the fucking dude who filled in on bass. Oh! Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yes. That was, that was a shit show. We played for like six people. Yeah. And... It was it was the same place we saw Saves the Day. Yeah. So Yeah. It doesn't make you feel good to I don't like that place. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked it if there were people there. Yeah, like you know? like I'm not like I'm not hating on like Saves the Day or anything, but when we went to see them, I I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't know any of the other bands playing. And uh Obviously, I was preoccupied that night. Yeah, you were. And uh, then, and so, like, it wasn't like a bad experience, but the there there was a, a a looming feeling over that evening that you know that I was feeling a little lonely. Yeah, because certain people were there and certain people weren't. Right. Um. And then, like, going back. Like it's a cool it's a cool venue, but going back and then like playing there, yeah, and only playing to six people, I'm just like, no, oh, this place just isn't really worth it. Brings back feelings of loneliness. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody will ever want to be with me at Scully's. Yeah, yeah man, it was a bad show. It was a bad show. I uh, also dropped and broke a water bottle just like this. Oh I, yeah, I played at the record store. Oh yeah, I remember that. Do you? Yeah. Like these things, you're supposed to be able to, like throw them off a fucking cliff, <laughs> and, and they won't break. The Nalgene bottles, which they're very high quality, but like the way I dropped it, it fell straight down. Yep. And the entire bottom just cracked off. Yep. It was like it it, it spontaneously formed a new lid. Uh huh. And it opened and and I like was looking around i remember i found uh there was just a blanket lying underneath one of the record shelves and i just grabbed it and i was like wiping up all the water <laughs> i just put it back when i was done at least i cleaned it up yeah a lot of people would have just gotten embarrassed and stormed out of the store as quickly as they could i tried to make right do the right thing here's a fact 
The Ghost and Goblin franchise was created by Tokuro uh, Fujiwara, also known for producing the Mega Man franchise. Ah, I didn't know that. Well, now you know. Now I know. Um, there are seven games in the main series. Seven? Yep, Ghosts and Goblins, Ghosts and Ghouls, Ghosts, Ghouls and Ghosts, mm-hmm. Ghosts and Goblins. Number two, Ghouls and Ghosts. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Makimura for Wonder Swan. <laughs> Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins, Ghosts and Goblins, Gold Knights, and Ghosts and Goblins, Gold Knights 2. Does it say which system the old, like the the later entries are for? Let's click on their Wikipedia entry. I've never even heard of those games. And I like uh, to think I'm somewhat in the know. But I'm not a huge Ghosts and Goblins fanboy, so I guess it's... Yeah. It's uh, not too surprising. Looks like Ghosts and Goblins Gold Knights might be a phone game because it says microtransactions on here i'm going to check my app store right now and see it doesn't fucking say like what system it's on that's so dumb just like it's not even in the information ghosts and goblins um there's ghosts and goblins mobile Oh. From Capcom. It doesn't say Gold Knights. Well, I can't figure out what system they're on. This looks like... This is probably super boring for our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys love NES games, right? Yeah. You're going to learn about it. Learn some stuff while you're here. It says uh, the controls, if you have an iPhone... Well... It says smartphones, so I'm guessing it's on Android, too. Uh-huh. But uh, controls optimized for smartphones, two modes, pick up and play, casual mode, and the original classic mode. See, they added a casual mode. That probably means that... Oh, fucking right there. Fucking platform, iOS. So it's uh, so that's on a phone. It's a phone thing. Well, it I'm says st- iOS, right? But stupid. That didn't, uh, didn't come up for me. I only see... Ghosts and Goblins Mobile. Hmm. Hmm. You said you did say Ghosts and Goblins, right? Not Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> it's like it says <laughs> Ghosts and Goblins Gold Knights, and with like you know an apostrophe N. Ghosts and Goblins Gold Knights. Um. Also, uh, there are two primary spinoffs. To Ghosts and Goblins, and they are called Gargoyles Quest and the Maximo games, which were on PlayStation. I remember Maximo. Yeah, I never played Maximo, but I always thought it looked cool. I did not play it either, but I, I do remember it. There's this game. If you're out there and you have your iPhone handy, you can check out Freaky Creatures Ghosts and Goblins Defense. <laughs> what do you think about that one? No. No. I don't think so. No, thank you. Hmm. Gargoyles Quest was released on the original Game Boy. Oh. And the 3DS Virtual Console. <sighs> I heard the 3DS is going to be winding down. Really? Does that mean... It will be replacing probably the uh, 
the 3DS market with the Switch. Really? Like, mm-hmm. completely, huh? Eventually. Right. I think that's the right. plan, is to not release, like, a new version of just a handheld. Mm-hmm. And just focus on pushing the Switch because it is a handheld. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean... Yeah. And, honestly, you're only... You're paying, like... A hundred bucks more than you would for a brand new 3DS system, mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. The only downside is like losing out all those 3DS games because I think there's some really solid, you know, games on that system. What if they came out with like the Switch XL and it's just like a 60 inch TV? <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you can take Giant it with you. controllers. Yeah. They slide on the side of your uh-huh. 60-inch TV, and you just play with your face two inches away from the screen. Yeah, I'd buy it. I would. <laughs> <laughs> what if they release a Switch, you know, Switch XL or something that has a 3DS port in it, so you can play all of your 3DS games on your Switch uh, screen? That'd be really cool. But they probably won't do that because... <laughs> I can see them doing like a virtual console for the 3DS, and then you'll just mm-hmm. get the digital versions of 3DS games on. Yeah, yeah, that's certainly that's that's a much better option. It's yeah. just, I mean, I I'm a big fan of having like backwards compatibility where uh, you can play with old games or you know old discs or cartridges, but you know it's kind of a rare thing these days with yeah. digital streaming and such because mm-hmm. they want you to spend the money again mm-hmm. and so uh speaking of 80s games though did you see that the nes classic is being discontinued yeah which <laughs> rumor has it is uh, due to what we were just talking about is they're gonna probably put all those games on the switch virtual console uh uh-huh. so if they keep selling the uh, the mini, the NES Classic, then that's money they have to spend on production. Right. And you get all those games built into it. Mm-hmm. Or they can just not spend any money on production and have them digital and get all of your money without having to produce anything. So. It's shitty. Shitty, but I understand. I understand know. it, but it's just it like... It still sucks. Yeah, you're just, you know... Because, like, if you didn't get one just out of pure luck, really, I mean, after the first wave, I guess when you knew they were coming out, you could have lined up, like, three days before and yeah. made sure that you got one, but... I mean, I just assumed when we've talked about before I said I, I thought it would be just one of those fucking things you would get at the store and uh-huh. there would be plenty of them right because it seems like something so many people would want and and they did but you know Nintendo just didn't produce yeah like you know and I I kind of feel like I understand like going digital and everything and you know you're right it's like you know, no production and making money versus having to produce these physical things and ship them and everything, and so you're you're losing money that way. But like, I kind of I kind of feel like I don't know how much it how much it really weighs out. I'm sure the numbers 
are in uh, you know favor of not producing it anymore. But it's like I kind of feel like if they kept producing it, mm-hmm. more people would buy it than are going to download NES games onto their Switch. Maybe. Because Maybe. I feel like there are, uh, might be a number of f- families out there who buy the NES Classic yeah, because it's an NES Classic and they don't they might not have a switch or if you know they do have a switch they're just playing it's their kids play it and so they're only playing newer games and yeah. stuff like that you know well if it might i don't know usually companies only make maybe a few dollars on console sales yeah i'm not sure what the what the breakdown was for the NES classic but if they were only making a dollar per console, they might have just been like, well, we'd rather use our resources in yeah. other places. And I've also heard rumors that they're going to do a Super Nintendo Mini. Yeah, that was and that was the next, like, in the article that I read, that was the same thing. They were just like, we're hoping that if they cancel this, you're going to get a Super Nintendo mm-hmm. Mini. Which I feel like we just run into the same... It'll probably be the same thing, but yeah. I mean, I guess now you have to know that Nintendo is not, they're not producing these in hopes of like blowing sales out of the water or anything. It's like, this is a boutique item, if you will, uh-huh. that collectors are going to get their hands on and that's going to be about it. Right. And we have a fucking sloppy trailer park lady that got one at Target when I showed up the first day. Just like, well, we... We had two, so the first two people that walked in are going to get them, and I was just like... Two. Yeah. So dumb. There were maybe like, I don't know, when I walked up, maybe six or seven people ahead of me, and then as soon as they opened the door, the guy was, that's what he said. Well, we had two of the NES come in, so... First two people in line? Yeah. If uh, That's so dumb. If you're here for that, you might as well go home, so... I uh I think I would get a I'd get a Super Nintendo like classic if they re-released it. Mhm. You know, the Famicom is pretty cool too. I don't know if you've seen that. They released a a mini version of that one as well. Really? That was that was before NES, wasn't it? Um or kind of or was yeah. it like the Japanese Mhm. It was version the basically. Version. Yeah. So what's on the Famicom is it like mostly the same games that are on the NES. Yeah, there but there are a handful that are different. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the lineup off the top of my head, but right, nothing is in English. I heard so if you get one, oh, that's kind of you just have to kind of navigate through. But they're like NES menus, so you should uh-huh. be able to figure it out. Right. Yeah, it shouldn't be hard. Yeah. but it's just kind of like. Yeah, that's like I, I watched a French movie one time without any subtitles. Mm-hmm. Just watched it in French, and I was just kind of like, I don't really know what's happening, but this movie's really hard to find, mm-hmm. and this is the only version I could download. So yeah, <laughs> just gonna. I watched it with like a friend of mine. And we just sort of like made it up. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> it was called Baby Blood. Hmm. Is there baby blood? Uh, no, but, like, this woman gets pregnant with a demon spawn, and there's this really cool scene where these two, like, giant bloody arms come out of her oh. stomach, 
It's a dream, but oh, okay. it's like it was pretty cool. And then she gives birth to like an alien, and it like strangles a bus driver, and they drive into the ocean. Uh, it's <laughs> like, and she's naked for like most of the movie for no particular reason. Hmm. Yeah, it was weird, and in French. Oh. But we're kind of just bullshit, and we meant to spend you know most of the cast talking about ghosts and goblins, but. Well, we're spinning uh, off. Yeah, as as we always do. Yes. But, um, yeah, uh, where would you rate this game um, as far as most difficult video games you've ever played? Oh, man. Uh, I don't... I mean, it's it's pretty up there, mostly because I, you know, I gave it not really the old college try, but, yeah, you know, I definitely kind of, we sort of stuck with it for a little bit longer than I might have otherwise. I have played the first Dark Souls, and I played it for about 20 minutes, and I was like, fuck this, it's so stupid. Um, so, I don't know, I'd, oh, also, uh, there's a game that is produced by the people that made Dark Souls. It's called Neo, or I don't even know how you spell it. It's or say it. It's N I O H, mm-hmm. and it's like a. It's the same thing as Dark Souls, but you are a samurai and you like shipwreck and wash up on the on a shore, and then you know you have to fight like other samurai and shit. I played the demo for that, and I could not, for the life of me, beat the first enemy you encounter. Really, and I was like, I don't. This why why the very first it wasn't the a very boss first, or anything? no the very first dude that I that you encounter in the demo and it it took me like I I couldn't I couldn't even do it I couldn't even I got him pretty low and he would just beat me every freaking time <laughs> and I was like this is absolutely ridiculous well so I mean I wouldn't put it. We almost made it to level two. Yeah, <laughs> so almost. I'd probably put it in like my top ten hardest games, higher in the top ten, like you know, n- near like maybe top five. But I tend to, you know, if a game is too hard, I tend to give up on it pretty quickly. Well, we'll have to try bad dudes yeah. sometime and play it for all of five minutes right. before we <laughs> give up. So the. Uh, some more discussion on ghosts and goblins the when you compare it to other art from the area era Mm -hmm. it's got a little bit different thing going on yeah the box did as well you know most of them had that classic um well like the cover of boss monster Uh that kind of design but every now and then slanted words yeah everything and this one didn't it was actually a lot like this really yeah which you didn't see very often back in the day. Right. Most of the NES games followed that same kind of design aesthetic. And uh, every now and then you had a, a straggler that dared to branch out and <laughs> do something different. Uh-huh. And then I, I always wondered, you know, I've never looked this up. Did you ever see, like, certain NES games and the cartridge is, like, slanted at the top and it's, like, black 
Yes. They just they looks they look different than your normal NES cartridge. Yeah. Like a different shape. Uh huh. The uh, the Tetris, like kind of knockoff Tetris, had that thing going on, and I think there was an, maybe RBI Baseball that had the same thing. It's uh, like uh, it's like they couldn't just. It's not just a knockoff game. They had to literally make a knockoff product mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like they could. They didn't have licensing to make the same m- model of cartridge that Nintendo had. I used to have one around here, but I don't know what happened. <sighs> yeah, well, uh, but yeah, the old NES. I, um, you know, this is a, a personal preference of mine. I, unless I absolutely have to. Um, I, you know, will not play on an emulator. Yeah. I much prefer tracking the game down and putting it in the console. And oh, I agree. TV. Yeah, that would be much more fun. I had to play, I wanted to play the, uh, first two Metal Gear games uh-huh. on the MSX, which is the Japanese system they, they came out for, and I didn't want to pay you know, whatever, it was like $200 for one of those systems and how much the games were, so I did get an emulator for that, and I ended up playing and beating the first two Metal Gear games on my keyboard, Uh my computer, and it's just like, it sucks. (laughs) I hated doing it, but I I did it just to power through. Right. But, you know, like, buying a console on NES or Super Nintendo, it's not, like, super expensive. You can find them for 40 or 50 bucks. Right. I think it's worth it. I think so, too. I mean, uh, like I said, we have, we actually have two Super Nintendos, and for whatever reason, they're not working on our, uh, um, either of our TVs. I'm trying to, you know, on the, on the list of, you know, things to eventually acquire is, a. A, like a tube TV that will play it so um, so we can enjoy it because Lindsay's got a decent you know a decent selection of, of games a lot of some notable titles and things like that unfortunately you won't find your tube TVs at Goodwill anymore which is where I got that big screen yeah <clears throat> but they don't carry tube TVs or like old computer monitors anymore Really? Which seems kind of weird to me because it's goodwill and like yeah. What are they? Tr- they're trying to only carry flat screens. Yeah, or some they only shit? carry like flat screens and like LCD monitors and shit. And That's dumb. Or LED, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I found that out one day because I was going to donate something. They're like, "Oh, we don't take these anymore." It's like your goodwill. Yeah, you're turning me Just away. Take Just it. Like, <laughs> That's stupid. It's like someone could probably use this. You yeah. Know? Pay ten bucks for it. Uh, well, maybe I'll uh, take to Craigslist or uh, you know the flea market. Yeah, the flea be. market would be your best bet probably yeah. if you want one quickly mm-hmm. to go out there and check it out. You know, it'd be nice to have uh, one like a TV with a VCR built into it. I mean, mm-hmm. I have a VCR, but still, I, yeah, I got two of those on Craigslist. Uh huh. And I looked them up on Amazon, like, first, and they were selling for, like, some people were selling for, like, over $100. Why? I guess you can't find them. That's ridiculous. So, like, on Craigslist, 
you get people who just want to get rid of shit. And right. It's like, one person was just like, come and pick it up. Uh-huh. And I drove out to this, it was like an office, and they had one with like some old kids' tapes, <laughs> and they were just clearing shit out, and they're like, you can have some of the tapes if you want them to, and it's like some Disney movies. Yeah. So I just brought those for Lazarus, too, and the other one I did actually meet someone. I think I paid him like 20 bucks for it. Yeah. My, my niece has a TV VCR mm-hmm. that uh, I used for a while, maybe... You know, if I'm lucky, and when she when she gets a little older, I'll be able to uh, snatch that. Yeah, because she right now she does have um, she has her her te- I guess technically stepdad. I'm still kind of getting used to saying that kind of stuff, like my sister's husband and yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, I guess Your she has my brother-in-law. Yeah, she has my brother-in-law's uh, Xbox 360 hooked up to her little TV and she plays Minecraft and stuff. That's cool. So, um, but maybe, you know, when she, she's seven now, so maybe when she just gets like a little older, I can just like, I'll, maybe I'll just buy her a flat, a little, a mini like monitor or whatever Mm -hmm. and then just be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this. (laughs) Yeah, when those first came out, I thought they were so cool. My grandparents had one in their, in their bedroom. It's like, wow, there's a VCR built into the TV. <laughs> and then they put them out with, like, the VCR and a DVD player built in. Oh, I never crazy. saw... I don't know if I ever saw one of those. We used to have yeah. a DVD VCR player, mm-hmm. but not, uh, like, in the TV. Yeah. That's pretty we made cool. those for a while, too. Do you remember when DVDs and... Uh, or no, it was when... Blu-ray and HD, and HD DVD, DVD. Yeah, I came out, and then they had, like, the dual players for those, too. Yeah, that or, was the dumbest thing. Yeah, that was a fucking stupid... Like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't even know why. Like, look, especially looking back now, now that Blu-rays, uh, you know, yeah, are the thing. I, you know what, at the time, even back then... I was like, Blu-ray just sounds so much cooler. Yeah. Blu-ray's gonna win. <laughs> Blu-ray's <laughs> gonna win. It's like, I'm not buying any HD DVDs. I'm just gonna go in on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. And before I even had a Blu-ray player, I um, I bought... What did I get? Uh, Sleeping Beauty was the first Blu-ray that I bought. Like the animated one? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Obviously the animated one, because... You have a lot of Blu-rays. Yeah. And the other one just came out. Um, I don't know what the first Blu-ray I bought was. I'd really, I'd really have to, like, think about that. It's weird. I remember when I started working at uh, Buybacks back in 2009. Um, like, our Blu-ray section was... Uh, I don't know, you remember, like, at GameStop, how big the Wii section was? Yeah. Just, like, one one wall of racks, you uh-huh. know? And not, like, one of the big walls, but, like, you know, a little side wall. Yeah. Well, in the, just... in the Wii, especially at the GameStop we worked at, the uh, Wii and Wii U section was, like, a quarter of yeah. one wall because play, it was, like, Wii accessories PlayStation games. Yeah, yeah. But it was like that thin, uh, just one little tiny section. The rest was all DVDs. It's crazy.
crazy to see, you know, I mean, it happens, but just over the course of time, how that stuff just totally switches positions. Right. And, and like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of sad to see sometimes the dying of a format, like CDs at Best Buy. Uh-huh. There's like just one uh, one aisle yeah one single aisle and they don't even have like it's not separated by genre anymore it's no just, it's like, all alphabetical yeah and they have like one or two bands per letter yeah and one of their albums uh-huh. you know yeah it's uh it is weird i feel worse about cds dying than i do about dvds dying yeah. because DVDs is not yeah, because it got replaced by something that's still physical. You can go out and buy right. a Blu-ray. Yeah. But, I mean, even even the Blu-ray section's uh, shrinking at Best Buy, I noticed. Like, the whole, yeah, the movie section in general is, like, yeah. getting a lot smaller. I think they've got um, the one at the, by the Dayton Mall, anyway. When I stopped in there last, they just had all movies A to Z. Really? <clears throat> yeah. They'd separated, like, TV shows and, right. and their kids' section, but they don't have, like, a sci-fi and a horror action movie or anything anymore. Yeah, their, their, especially their horror section has been diminishing, yeah. like, very frequently. You know, any Best Buy you go to, their horror section just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and it's really annoying. FYU's keeping it warm, though. Yeah. Although, you know, I, I think... FYE does a really good job. They're keeping it going. They've got lots of CDs. They've got records. They've got lots of movies and everything. But, um, you know, the last few times I've gone, uh, they, you know what, you know what they did that really pisses me off is they integrated the sci-fi and horror section. Did they? And it pisses me off. Like, because I'm just trying to find, you know, like horror movies and stuff and I'm looking through and I just keep getting, you know, the fourth kind and then all mm-hmm. like the x-men movies are in there and all the star wars movies are mixed in there and the lord of the rings movies are mixed in there and i'm like no no come no. on like you just they were sci-fi was here and horror was here like what the fuck did you do it's really too bad really bothers me like i've almost said something <laughs> to the people there like yeah you know, just gone up to them and been like, you know, I know it probably wasn't any of you guys. It was yeah. probably like a corporate decision, but I really hate that you integrated sci-fi and horror. Like, it really bothers me. At my, when I was managing the buybacks in Cincinnati, I just like took it upon myself to create uh, genre sections. Really? Even though the company policy was to not do that. Yeah. I was... I just was like, this is fucking dumb. I was like, I want to be able to go in some place and find the shit that I'm looking for in a certain genre, you know? Yeah. I don't, and I know the reason. It's like, well, we want people to browse and see things that they might not have seen otherwise. It's like, okay, I, I get that. But, you know, I just, I, I think it it's too scattered, you know? Not, yeah. not everyone has time to go and browse the entire store to find one movie. Mm-hmm. Or, you know browse the entire store to see which horror movies you have right like that's that pisses me off when i go to buybacks yeah as i every time i go to buybacks i'm like okay Mm -hmm. and i have to have like an hour yeah so because you have to sit there and just sift through everything looking for horror movies yeah 
And yeah, it, it does bother me. I wish I could walk into a buybacks and just everything, all horror is like right here, you know. Well, how about some some quick like final thoughts on Ghosts and Goblins? I guess I'll probably never play it again. That's my final thought. <laughs> no, I think I'd give it another shot. It just, it'd be one of those. Uh, it'd be a fun game to play like during a party or something, or yeah, or maybe make an evening of I'm like trying. We're gonna beat this game. Oh god! And then you just you just do it. That would be you so just... ridiculous. <laughs> I've done that with. Uh... Castlevania the original yeah one time I just I started early in the afternoon and I was like I've been playing this game for almost 25 years I'm gonna beat it today <laughs> and I did but like I mean I mean it, I I don't think I got through it until probably like five in the morning or something like that god and it was one of those things where like I don't even know how many times I had to continue but I had to take a break somewhere in the middle of the night and, like, take a nap and uh -huh. get back up, you know, to recharge. And it's so nerve-wracking, especially when you're playing on an old system, because at any time, it could just freeze up. Yeah. You never know. So you've invested, like, 12 hours into it, and you're just hoping that, like, okay, just hang in there. Uh -huh. You got, like, one boss left to beat, and I ended up doing it. So, I think that these things can be done, but you just have to have a lot of perseverance. Yeah. A lot of patience. Yeah, it's true. Well, so that maybe, was our somewhat podcast on Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah, yeah, maybe some night we'll just like take a stab at it. Yeah. Or a spear at it. A spear or a fireball. I'll take a fireball at it. Um... Yeah, next week, what do we got going on? I don't know. I don't even know. Hmm. Do you want to do... Is it too soon to do another movie? No. No? Do we make wanna... the rules. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know. Um, we could do... We could, you know, get to our roots and do some do a horror movie an 80s horror movie how about uh hmm let's see they live okay yeah i haven't seen that in a while okay we can do they live be good i enjoy that movie so there it is that's what we'll talk about next week yep talk about john carpenter's they live will be awesome Little Roddy Piper. You can uh, you can listen and consume our podcast on They Live. Yeah, we hope to see you. Um, we hope that you'll hear us. We hope you'll have us again. Yeah, I'll let us in. Let us into your to your ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back very shortly with an introduction. Outro <laughs> Yep. All right. Another one uh, down the hatch. Hopefully that.
that tasted pretty good. Hopefully you're feeling nice and full. I know Ghost and Goblins love a sour taste in my mouth. I know. Bullshit. Tastes like bullshit! I like a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, I do too. I like sour candy. Uh, yeah. So, what do you say? If you got a bitter taste? Yeah, yeah, bitter. Bitter taste. Bitter taste. But some people, I mean, sour taste is something people say. Uh-huh. I guess there's just people who don't like warheads. And right. Shoot, uh, sweet tarts. Yeah, um, no, Sour Patch Kids. Cry Baby. Cry Babies, yeah. Cry Baby Gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there are Tear Jerkers, too. Yeah. So, if you didn't know already, uh, now you know that we're fans of sour candy. We are. So, if you see us out and you want to bring a nice gift over sour to candy. us. Sour candy. Sour candy. We like that. Um... And uh, if you want to buy sprees for us, uh, for me in particular, don't get me regular sprees. I only like the chewy kind. Yeah. I'm not a fan of... Do not fuck us over with regular sprees. <laughs> I don't like the crunchy sprees. Yeah, no, the chewy ones are far superior. So, that's, uh, you can, if you feel like going and updating our wiki page, you can put that in there <laughs> too. Yeah, uh, and while you're on the internet, you can uh, check out our website, uh, superdivorceme.com. You can find us on Facebook at Superdivorce, Twitter at Superdivorce, Instagram at Superdivorce Band, and Snapchat at Superdivorce. Um, while you're on our website, be sure to scroll down to the bottom of the page and type in your email address uh, and join our mailing list. Uh, when you join, you will automatically be sent a brand new demo song uh, in the very early stages of production, but you will get to hear some actual music from us, mostly Nick. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> At this point. Yeah. At this point, To be fair, it's an, it's an acoustic yeah. demo. It's so ba it's, basically. It's, yeah. not, it's not the version you're going to hear on the album. No. We'll put it that way. Yeah. But you still get to hear where we're going with our, our new direction. Yeah. Uh, and then you can get off the interwebs and get on your phone. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at BenderButt, Twitter at BenderButts, and Snapchat at BendersButt. And you can find me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, just Nicholas Villars. Look me up. Yeah. Say hello. Look us both up because uh, we like to post things pretty normally. There's a Wendy's commercial on TV right now, and, and it just made me think uh, when Jess was pregnant, we used to pass this Wendy's out by her doctor. And uh, for some time on their reader board outside, they had, um, they had uh, the, the message to come in and try a Dave's Hot and Juicy. <laughs> So I always thought that was like the grossest name yeah. for a sandwich. It really, it really was. Dave's hot and juicy. So nasty. Ugh. All right. Well, um, if you're out there and you want a Dave's hot and juicy, <laughs> you can probably find the recipe online. Probably. If that sounds good to you. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and make a Dave's hot and juicy. I got mm. hamburger patties at home. Mm. All right. Well, we'll so, see you next week. Yeah. Enjoy, chef. Super divorce.